Yes, hello and welcome along to another edition of the Irish Rally Podcast with me, Kevin Regan. A reminder, the podcast is sponsored by FAC, the simply automatic choice for automation equipment for gates, doors, barriers and rising bollards, available from your security installer and electrician, distributed to the trade in Ireland, North and South by National Automation, the one-stop distributor for automation equipment, door entry intercom systems, CCTV, intruder and fire alarms, access control and locks. And for more information, you can visit nal.ie forward slash products. Okay, so for the weekend that is in it, it was, of course, supposed to be the Carlos Stages rally this weekend, or would have been in normal circumstances. So based on that, we thought we'd grab a couple of local competitors who enjoyed a bit of success four years to the day, exactly. And that, of course, is uh, Mick Cody and uh, David Condell. Gentlemen, you're very welcome on the Irish Rally Podcast. Mick, I know it's not your first appearance, but it is a first for David Condell. But great to have both you on together. You're both welcome. Thank you very much, Kevin. So how's all with you boys? What's what's been happening, Mick? I know you're busy um, tipping away at different things behind the scenes. And uh, Davy, what's the crack with you? Yeah, we're sure we're all tipping away. To be fair to it, um, it's, it's great to be on here. Um, to be fair to you, I've I've watched the podcast since you've since you've launched it and started, and it, it, in fairness, it has great success. And I'm honoured to be on it. Thanks very much. And I suppose along with Mick, with the weekend that's in it, you're not sure. Look, it would have been great to be out again, uh, competing in our own local stages as we love doing, to be fair to it, but it wasn't to be, and it's not to be, but sure, please God, maybe next year. All going well. So, Mick, four years to the day, I was in, in the Seven Oaks at the time, caught just coming into the ramp. Um, a really, really special day, it has to be said. Overall winners and the first local duo to win the Martu Challenge. You know, Kevin, um, you, you get trophies, you get up trophies up and down the country and whatever, but... To, to to be lucky enough to win a rally, but to win your own rally, is is something very special. Uh, nearly every week, I I go into the sitting room where I have the two trophies, and I'd actually pick them actual the Mark Two Challenge trophy up, and the overall win trophy up. It's it's still very very special. It's, sometimes I can't believe we we, we actually done it. You know, it's just it was a very very special weekend. Yeah, what's it like four years on, Dave? I remember speaking to you at the time we were doing an interview for the local radio station, and. It didn't quite sink in. Has it sunk in four years later, or does it ever sink in? It's, it's gas. Just when Michael awarded it that way, we, we came to the end of the stage, uh, just literally going back to that that day down in Clara. I remember I was like County Kenny, but uh, came to the end of the stage. There was a couple of cars finished, and it was ahead of us. Uh, I think maybe two or three, Frank Kelly, Endo, Brian. Uh, I think that was it. Then we were third on the road, and I remember talking to Mick, trying to stay calm, Knowing that we had driven the stage, started off the stage bad, driven the middle part of the stage and the end of the stage quite well, but just hoping that I conserved enough. But uh, waited for Adrian to come. Adrian came like a, a bat out of hell, literally, and got out. Mick done his sums real quick. I, could, I can still see him, you know. I think we've got it by three. He says, I think we've got it by three. And I was kind of, please don't let this have slipped away. Like it had been <laughs> the same thing the year before, the year before. down at the end of Cran Lane. And... Uh, I said, just please don't this. And I, I was staying conservative. And uh, what's what's Aiden or Andy? Isn't it Andy, the guy from On the Limit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On the Limit. Killian's man. There. Andy Killian's Walsh, yeah. man. Andy yeah. Walsh. And I was trying to stay conservative. And it, it wasn't Mick, in fairness to him, when he, he did the match were there, he knew he had done. <laughs> and I didn't know whether I had enough, you know. But anyway, it did. It took a long time. I remember going in the road with Mick in the car. And like, it still hadn't sank in. I said, there's always room for an error or something to glitch or go wrong. So, like, don't call me chickens before they're hatched. But 
lo and behold, yes, I'm like, I can remember every second of it, even the night that we enjoyed <laughs> after. Uh, every special. bit of it. It was, it, it was so memorable mm -hmm. and, um, and like really wanting to do it again, absolutely. Like, for sure, why not, to be fair? But no, to have done that in a multi stage, in a nine stage rally, um, to win the rally and to lift the trophy and the, the fierce competition that we had that weekend as well, like, you know, to have come out on top, that was. That's as Mick to say. That's dream stuff. To be fair to it, yeah, the quickest men in the country were there, Kevin. And I suppose to be fair to David, the year beforehand, it just Jonathan Pringle just got him on the last stage, and and it was actually a stage that passes by David's own front door. And uh, not alone that year, there had been years before, and and you know, no one deserved that trophy more than David Condell. No one deserved it more. Nice. And and on nice. so many occasions, it, it just slipped away from Kevin. And we both decided that weekend that. Come hell or high water, there was enough stories, there was enough things, excuses, if you like, for want of a better word. We were just going to get into the car and do it. We, we knew we had the machinery. We knew the car was on the right tyre. It was up to me and David then. And we went for it. And that was, it was just, to do it the way we done it, it was just, you know, it was brilliant. Absolutely Magical. brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, fact, well, like, and, and, and again, Kevin, as well, I remember chatting to yourself, they came in. Until that, until that champagne was sprayed and until, you know, it was official that the trophy was left on the bonnet of the car. Yeah. I remember, I remember, I think I remember, if I'm not mistaken, talking about like, it was like Carlo winning All-Ireland. You know what I mean? It was, it, it was really, really, really something special. So for me, yes, I have to say it was, it, and it still is a very, very, very memorable yeah. uh, occasion. And as I'm saying... Fingers crossed, we'll get to do it again sometime. Like, please I mean, God, please God. The following year, we were number one on the road, and it was a mini stage. And like, <clears throat> I remember that. I, do you remember the morning, Mick? We were we were talking about the tire, a tire we're putting on, and yeah. we put on put on the right tire. But the problem was, from service out to the start of the stage, we didn't have enough kind of road mileage to get the tire ready for the stage. And yeah. it started raining, and it was a fast, slippy stage, so we just couldn't get into the groove at all. And Got fairly well obliterated on the first stage. We probably we probably could have done with a softer tire, David, on the front of the car. Really, couldn't we? When the rain came, it was it was sort of very, even though it, it was dry in the stage, it was very very slippy. The tire was a little very, bit hard in the front of the car. Unbelievably, really. unbelievably slippy. But then it was it was mm -hmm. the right tire for the next stage. It was which, it was the tire for the next stage? Yeah. I remember. I remember after what happened when we were chatting, coming down to where we went off. Um, like the car was, it was the very same as the thing on rails. There was a big, long, yeah. real fast section, a kind of a tree left that continued for 200 meters or more. And the car, yeah. like, okay, if it went wrong, it was going to be a major wrong. But like the car, everything was just working right until we, yeah. well, we definitely had the right tire, hairpin the right tire right on for that hairpin right yeah. right We had the right tire definitely, David, right. for that stage. Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 everything was working right, but like it's gas. A little small little screw off the bottom of the door card broke off and decided to make its way in under the throttle pedal. And it's a, it's a floor mounted pedal box. So the like the, when you press the pedal forward, it, it kind of the back of it opens up to, you know, which is it's not in it anymore. The pedal box is not in the car anymore, but like a <laughs> little screw in, the head of the screw in. And obviously, when I took my foot off the throttle, the, the, the throttle was jammed right open. So down along straight into a chicane and I said to Mick, I, the throttle was just was wound out to the last. So all I could do was reach over and press the kill switch, which is the you know the, the knocked out the whole car. So I had no power steering and obviously entering a chicane at hundred mile an hour or hundred and thirty mile an hour. Oh, so yeah, a lot more we, we kept it. to that hairpin David. We kept to that hairpin you talk about Kevin and it was onto a wider a wider road. Wider and road, it was maybe yeah. 
maybe, I don't know, a kilometre maybe, uh, Kevin, before the chicane, and, and we had on the notes, there was a white line in the middle of that road, and the car was in top gear, he, he had got all the way up to sixth gear, the, the, the green six had turned red and was flashing at us, and we came to the tree board, um, I'll never forget, it was a right hand entered four bail chicane, and David said to me, it won't stop, it won't stop, and I can promise you, at 135 or 6 mile an hour, it wasn't a nice place to be sitting, and I can still see David's hand, he put the big hand over in front of me and he turned off, the, he hit the kill switch. But I, luckily enough, I, I suppose he got up with the first bail and we struck the second bail, a fair, fair clatter. And it was a frightening place to be, to be fair, Henry, wasn't it? It was, it was, no, in fairness, though. But like, frightening place to be. That was it, you know, like, 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 the way, like the way a lot of things go, what's for you, knock away, that, that event wasn't for us and it didn't happen and so on and so forth. So, like, you know what I mean? We, we, we picked, we licked our wounds and got that. Mended them way again in fairness to it, but um, that's it, Jay. you know, that, that that's the way it goes. But like the Carnival Stage Rally, the one thing I, I have to say about it, I know looking out the window here now today, it's, it's a wet day, so it like you know, obviously, if it was running, it would have been a wet day, but traditionally in May, it's normally good weather. So, dry. to be fair to it, it's always a good rally, do you know what I mean? It's you can, there's great commitment, there's great, there's great challenges, there's always you know, there's great stages, you know, so it is a brilliant rally to be fair to it. It is, and yeah. like when you go down through, Mick, I've spoken to you about this. The names that have won that rally down through the years, household names yeah. in Irish rallying, oh. like to you know, and to be to be classed in the same breath as them. Like I mean, Bertie Fisher's under all of honour. Our old man Stevie Murphy's under all of honour. That's just two off the top yeah. of my head who have competed yeah. at the elite level, yeah. and you guys are actually under all of honour with them. That's pretty special, like in fairness. And, and now Manus, Manus got to be good to Manus, Manus Kelly, in, in Manus 16. Kelly, yeah. Manus hundred and sixteen, and and to have. Manus and Donald, two gentlemen, God be good to Manus is not with us, but yeah, it was um, to read that crowd winning ping for that Mark II challenge is the biggest prize in modified rallying in this country. It brings the quickest men from Ireland, England, Scotland, and Wales. Any man with a 2.5 car, that's the trophy he wants. And when you win it once, they all want to win it a second time. If I never won another trophy, that was the one to win. That's as simple mm-hmm. as that. That crown yeah, will opinion sure was just, just brilliant to see it on David's. David had it in his sitting room. He had it in his trophy cabinet in the sitting room. And we used to go up and we'd sit in the sitting room. We'd just look at it and we'd go up and we'd catch it. We'd pass it to one another. And it's, it's special to have it there because it means so much to the pair of us being car or clubman, Kevin, you know? Yeah, but mm-hmm. on that day, lads, David, because, you know, you came so close so often. And yeah. as the years go on, and you'd often hear it with different lads around different events around the country, like Donna Kelly up in Donegal, for example, would say that maybe he puts a bit of pressure on himself on the local event. How did you go about channeling that correctly in 2017? Because you both said, right, we're going to go and do this. Like, but I'm sure you said the same thing in the years previous to that as well. So was it the case of tapering it down a bit? And like, how did you find the actual right balance to go and win it after so many years of coming so close? You know, you eventually found the right formula. So what was it like? Jesus, that, that is an absolutely savage question to ask, in fairness, and well, well done. Yeah. Um, it, it, to be fair, you're 100% right. Uh, at the beginning of that year, 2017, Mick had said to me, he says, you know, we put a plan together for a few bits of rallies, whatever else we're going to do. And he we're said, the Gravel Championship. We're going to Gravel Championship. Yeah. And, but we, we said we'd, we'd go do Carlo as well. And uh, I want a Carlo. I, I, it was talking sorry, about I, 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 after Christmas. You know? Yeah, and, and we, we we made a plan, and I suppose I got a, a, the frame of mind in my head to see, you know, who I wonder it was going to be a multi-stage rally. So who's going to come? You know what I mean? It's gas. If you're thinking of talking about something at Christmas or January and saying, 
no, sure, like it's five months away. Who's going to know what's going to happen and who's going to be around or whatever the case may be. But um, yeah, started sort of getting it into my head. And then I by maybe April or that, which would be a month before the rally, you know, myself and Mick kind of knuckled down and tried to get ourselves psychologically ready and and physically ready a little bit too, to be fair to it. And it all paid dividend in the end. But then, to be fair as well, Mick, we brought like George Condell, my own brother, and George yeah, Crozier runs the car, Thomas Lakes, all those men were on board. Oh, yeah. And to be fair, to the, as Mick has said many, many times, it's not just the driver and the navigator, it's the people that's around you um, contributing their time, their efforts and all the rest into it. And I actually I only spoke to George this week about it. Um, we were talking about 2017, the win of the rally. And normally when I go, I have a shed outside and there's, it's, I could have, I think I've, I'd have a couple of hundred tires. I won't say how many, but like, <laughs> there's tires in there that might have done two stages and I take them off because they're either too soft or too hard or whatever. And they're not worn out. But anyway, George has said to me, only during the week, he says, do you realize that you only use six tires in a nine stage? Rally? And he was like, that's all. And he says, yeah, yeah. He says, you're nice and calm and cool and no ripping and tearing. And, and it's, I'm not saying every rally you have to prepare yourself five months before, but that's what we actually done. It was straight up. If you, if we logically look at it, there was a, a mental um, thought put into it to to, be, to drive calculated. And by God, like there was men in front of us who are so calculated, it's unbelievable. Um, so we had to be equally as calculated, and it, and we were a head dividend, and then stay calculated for the day. You know, not just go, oh, but we have it here now in the bag. In Adrian Hedrington, we were swapping like only one point eight of a second and one second was the best we could yeah. swap all day up along until Push the last hard. service. And Six, we put seven. on four brand put on four brand new tires. And I remember George gave me a clap on the shoulder. He says, Now we have the right stuff on now. He says, Go for it. Yeah. And we now went over up to Conaghy. Wasn't it make isn't it isn't it wasn't up the stage yeah. up in Conaghy up there? Absolutely, yeah. And I remember going in on the start line and damn near made a mistake down into the first square right. We came out. Uh, the start line, there with- the actual start of that stage, it was delayed a bit. And the next thing it got going, Kevin, and I left into the car. And the, the main thing sticks in my mind with, with, with David that day was how cool and calm he was. I got into the car, if you remember, David, and he copied me to the, the knee. He said, relax, Mick, I'll take another minute here. If you're not ready to go, he says, relax, I'll take another minute here. But I got gathered up. It's just the stage got off of me so quick. I suppose I was mountain somewhere, don't you know, Kevin? But uh, that day for me, David was so cool and calm. And he just, he was in such a frame of mind that it was for him and it wasn't going to go by him. And he's dead right. I mean, that, that was the stage you won it on, David. You, you won the rally on that stage, to be fair to you. Well, sure. If you remember Killian's interview with Adrian, we came out with the, we came out with the secondary school in Comer, up at the top, yep. you know, the top of Comer. And, and it had been said that we were, what, seven or seven point something seconds up halfway or into the middle of the stage. Someone was given a split yeah. time. And when we came out, like we call our time and it was like, that's a good time. And then Adrian was directly after us. And Adrian came out then and, you know, he gave his time and Killian said, well, the lads have done whatever it was. I should know the numbers, but I don't. But yeah. Adrian just went, oh, fuck. He says, you know, it's, it's you know, there's that much time. He, he knew it was like point eight, one second, one second back, point eight, two seconds. You know, it was only literally chopping and changing all day. I long. think it was, was a 12 of them, I think. I think about 12 or 15 of them, didn't we? We took a considerable chunk of them at that stage. exact number, but yeah, you know, it was good. Like that, yeah. It was good. And if you remember, Mick, we went into the next one, which was um, 
which was Mukulay, I think, and yeah, the metal and, bridge um, up there. Yeah, the metal bridge. And like yeah. Adrian, we set the exact same time again. So I remember talking to Killian on the start line of the last stage. Stage nine. And he said, No, you, you have 10 seconds in hand, lads. You know, like but like as I said, a spin, a puncture, an overshoot, oh. anything at all was going to was going to take that away from us. And Adrian would have had it. But if you do remember when we started on the start line of that stage, it was a long, big, long section to hold it down to a square left. And I came down, you think I was you think I was going to mass. I came down to the square <laughs> left and I just sauntered down the road and turned into the square left. The next thing Mick kind of come on now, Condell, pick it up a bit here. And I was like, Jesus, we're in the rally. Like, you know, that's not one yet. <laughs> gathered it up and uh even even for about three or four miles after that, wasn't driving like, you know, a 10 tenths. Adrian, like George and all the lads were standing on that long section, remember Mick? Um, yeah. at the chicanes and Adrian came yeah. at 12 tenths I'm not saying th- he came and yeah. had wings it was going to fly <laughs> and we came down through it hard oh, enough but then I remember I remember when we got into Castle Warren Mick I remember you up the hill I actually you've often reverted back to it it was uh, there was a piece of road in there and like you often said it. you'd ask a car to do something and you'd say that's over asking it well we over asked that car that day and why Jenny true to his word it, it, you know high speed stuff and stuck to the road and there's no, I don't care what anyone says, there's no one else would have come down to that piece of the road, a stage. A long left hander, Kevin. It's a left, a left hander that continued for 400 meters. And, yeah. you know, very narrow section of road, like narrow section of road. And it was, it was, um, we had it as a flat left, but I suppose it was a two left, David, when you think of it really. And you ask, you're, you're dependent so much on the sidewater, this higher, Kevin, at 136 or 7 mile an hour. You know, I, I, there was a chicane after that corner. The corner straight into 100 yards, 150 yards into a chicane. And I remember sitting in the car saying, gee, don't let go, Gary. Don't let go. Hold on for us, Pat. Hold on for us. It was just a, such a long corner, Kevin, you know. It was so yeah. narrow. If anything had to happen, it was, mm-hmm. we were going on to the scenery. And I, and, and I remember looking at the chicane. She straightened up. And I just said, good girl. Today's our day. We're not going to let you down. You didn't let us down. And that's the way it was. Like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, David. Well, it's 100% Brilliant. right. And I remember like the, the rest of the stage on all along was real tricky and tight and we just stayed nice and clean and tidy and fast. And and I, I remember the it's very stage last... Jonathan where, Pringle would happen. That's the, the stage. Day. Jonathan Pringle, Pringle would happen. After that piece that you just... After that piece of the stage yeah. you just mentioned about a kilometre in then Jonathan went off in, that, in, the, first, in, the, in the first loop of stage. First, but, uh, yeah. I remember after it where Jonathan went off we came down to a square right and I kind of slid the car a bit wide and Mick was our tidied up now, you know what I mean? And Drove on out to the end of the stage, and as I said, that's when I, but that's when I got into the the mode of, I wonder have I thrown it away? I wonder have I done enough? Um, was I asleep at the beginning of the stage? Of course I was. But for whatever reason, I got t- nearly too relaxed, and then like you know, but luckily enough, thank God we um we got to get out of the stage with three and a half or three point something seconds to win the rally. Um, I think the Mick the year that you were second with, with Damien. Was it point seven of a second divided yourself and he's gone. He's back with us here now. Mick, you're back. Uh, sorry, that's, I don't know what happened there. I'm yeah, point um, well, uh, seven of a second second we lost the rally by, yeah. Um, you had an overshoot there, uh, Mick, did you? You came back to us. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just, something went wrong and we opened the screen, yeah. Typically the typical way life, but yeah, no, it was young Ryan Ochran, 0.7 of a second. And we actually spun on the first stage that day, and we had a fuel rail uh, issue in the car. And it was it's really lovely to win it a second time, but it wasn't to be. We, we said, Damien, fairness to Damien, we tried hard, but that day it wasn't to be. That was very, very close. I was actually there that day as well, like a seed in your face. You were just like, 
you were good, like you were absolutely good. Yeah. And I remember looking at the video that Killian had up at the time. I don't know if it was Killian or Andy at the end of the stage, like, and it was so close, like it was so close. It was and 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 Garrett Hardy, Garrett who sits with Ryan Lochran, lovely, lovely fella, but. Garrett came to me and I couldn't work out the pint seven, whether it was my favour or his favour. And Garrett couldn't work it out either. So it took a few minutes. We knew it was pint seven, but we didn't know which way it was. Yeah. You know, and uh, I, I, actually, Ryan Lockman was stood beside his car and, and he thought he had he had thrown it away. But no, the, the, in fairness to everybody, they held on. But by Jesus, we were close. <laughs> pint seven. Yeah, it was uh, very, very close. <laughs> and I think, uh, so, yeah, and then Jack Newman was third. Isn't that right? That's right, Jack. Yeah. 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 We, we were fourth or fifth, I think. We, um, I was doing, I was, well, so was, we were all doing, that was in 19, Mick, wasn't it? We were all doing the championship that year, but like, yeah. I don't know, I, I got into my head, like, you know, do the local event, but like, don't go out to the wire to try and do the devil and all, and like, conserve it for the for the championship, which are, look, you know what I mean? That's me trying to be calculated, but it didn't work out. So, mm-hmm. look, but, so here's uh, you, 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 time you, to, you, go on, yeah. You had a new man in that day too, uh, Henry Paul wasn't in with you that ah, day. Ray, Ray, Ray wouldn't be good he, man. He would have sat with Ray. Ray would have sat with me before, and she's like, yeah, yeah. I suppose to be, you know, to be bedding in and whatever else. But oh, look, at just I think you had a wrong tire for, for the middle loop, David. You had a wrong tire on too, hadn't you? You, you went, to, you had a wrong tire on one stage that day as well. Hadn't I you? was trying out, trying different things in fairness. So yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah. Look, at, you know, using it as an experiment. To be fair, yeah, yeah. So can I just ask, with because I think in 2019, Mick, you won the modified championship with Damien Toner and. David, you were saying oh, that's dirty, right? <laughs> which brings me, which brings me to it without without the intention of stirring it up. But how did you end up with Horner for the year, and how did Cody not end up with Davy? Or what happens here now? Is there a kind of a bidding war at the start of the year, or what's the story? Was was the uh, going too, you, was he too I, expensive, Davy? Or what was the crack? <laughs> the Guinness got too dear. Do you take it rally by rally? Was there a conscious decision to go with Damien for the full year, Mick, or how did it work out? Was, yeah, it was, it was very, very simple, really. My phone rang back in January 2019. A friend of mine, uh, Denver Rafferty is, is the guy's name, who, who normally sits with Damien Toner. And he had done a, a deal with Stephen McCann in the R5 car to do the championship with. And Damien was looking for a man to go to Galway. And I hadn't really intended on doing the championship, to be fair, but I got to meet Damien several times before. It was true, David. But true we went to Galway... We went to Galway and uh, you didn't actually decide, David, till after, really, I suppose, to do the rally. Didn't it was after maybe we didn't speak about Galway the championship at all together, did we, David? As such, like there was no. No, there was a bit of humming and hawing because you know I I looked at I done I done I done two championships that year. I done the gravel championship and the car. Like I kind of had said we'll do the gravel championship for sure, but. The tarmac was an after. Well, it wasn't an afterthought because something like that is not an afterthought. But yeah. I said, I go to Galway, see how things go. I looked at the calendar with things that was going to go on and so on and so forth through the year, and we said, sure, look, we'll go to Galway and see how it goes, and we saw how it went. Yeah, no, that 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 was it, and, and me and Damien got on well, very well together, and he, he he's a, he's a lovely guy and a great driver, and we got on well in Galway. We finished second. We finished second overall in the national. Mm-hmm. And West Cork, West Cork was up next, and that's traditionally a rally I do with Frank Kelly every year. So Damien said to me, look at you, we'll, we'll continue with the championship. And I said, look, I'd give Frank my word. And if I give a man a word, I won't go back on it. Like So, you know, so it was probably he had young McGrath, young Jonathan McGrath uh, from Wexford in with him. And they finished, I think, second overall. 
me and Franks, we were up to second or third overall behind Hervin and, and young young Kiernan. But we we uh we made a, a bit of a mess Sunday morning on the first one. <laughs> Surely did. <laughs> you knew where this was going, Dave. You were smoking before yeah. he went there. <laughs> well, he he passed the wreckage. <laughs> It was like an airplane crash, but in fairness to Frank Kelly and me, we have a habit of doing silly things like that together. <laughs> oh, you and me too, Mick, believe you and me. <laughs> <laughs> we have, been, we have. Yeah. That's, just, that's the way it was. And, and I, I suppose for me, leading the championship, and me and Dave have been so friendly, we live so close to each other, and we have kids in around the one age and all them sort of things. It was a concern because, not a concern, but you'd always, David and Paul would always be in your head. Um, you know, that they got through the stage or that they were, do, do you know what I mean, Kevin? Even though he'd be sitting in another man and fighting with another man, they, you know, he'd always, be, he'd always be in the back of your mind, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. So as the year progressed then, it came down to, I think it came down to the last event. Am I right in saying that? Yeah. Or had you wrapped yeah. up beforehand? No, well, had, well uh, Damien, had, Damien had it wrapped up in, in the circuit, was it? Or remember Ulster? No, you, you, you had. A, if we happened to finish, David, and you won, you still had a chance of winning that championship. Isn't that is that right? It, was, it ended up in it ended up in on the car twenty. Yeah. And and um, if Damien had it once, Damien arrived at the event. He had it wrapped up. That's what. Okay. It, when Damien when, when Damien oh, once so. Damien drove across there, yeah. once Damien arrived at the event, he had it wrapped up. So that was grand. Um, but not for me. Unless. Unless I think it's right, anyway, I'm, I'm not. I just can't remember. But I remember it came down to the navigators. It was yourself or Paul. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, Paul had went to Killarney. Paul had went to Killarney. The boys had went to Killarney, and we didn't go to Killarney. And the boys got a great finish below in Killarney. And Paul, I think, was ten or fifteen points in front of me going into the Cork Twenty. So Damien probably had enough done as long as he kept in front of David to win the championship. But for me That's to win the was. championship. Alongside Damien, we had to win the rally, win the win That's the national section of the rally. That's mm-hmm. all. Fair to Damien. That's what it was. Yeah. Mm. There's great loyalty there among. Do you know what I mean? To, I know you said Damien had to go across. If if it was the case that he had to go across Starling, fair enough, he had to be there anyway. But if he hadn't, the fact that you were going, like you said about Paul having a chance as well, Davy, like it was nice to consider the fact that your navigator could win it and you'll go do it on that basis, not just a purely say, selfish point of view that just because no. I won't win it, I won't do it for my navigator. Like, do you know, that's that's fair play as well because I'm sure there's lads out there that no. mightn't do that. Like, Yeah. Oh, yeah, there is. And as Mick says, like, you know what I mean? There's two men in there fighting in the car and like what he says goes, if you know what I mean. When on the note is called, that's what's coming. Okay, I'm the one pressing the pedals and turning the steering wheel. But Hopefully. Like, you know, there's, there's a relationship in there that both people have to be on, when it, when it's when it works when it's on song and when it's right there's nothing you know it's it's right but obviously it doesn't it doesn't always work that way there's a, you know there can be off days or whatever either the driver can be off or the navigator can be off or whatever um, yeah. but anyway there there is there's a huge there's a massive respect and loyalty in there to be fair to it yeah without a shadow without yeah uh, I suppose that's the way and I had a, go on Mick yeah I had a bad cock twenty um you know David was beaten as a beaten as well Saturday I think David is. 13 or the boards of 15 seconds uh, in the lead Sunday morning. Isn't that right, David? And we followed right, him yeah, out. And then, yeah, yeah. We went uh, to uh, Ballard uh, then to go on. 
Mulliganish, that long stage. And look at it, you know, it's exactly what David said. I mean, a hurler can have a bad day, a footballer can have a bad day, a rally man or a quarter can have a bad day too. And the Saturday below the Cork 20, I struggled all day long. And Damien Toner would be the first man to tell you that. It just didn't, I wasn't, I, I don't know, I suppose. Manus could have been the back of my mind and all these things, but thankfully I got it together Sunday and we we done the business, you know. So it, 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 it was it was a tough rally for me, but I was delighted to win it in the end, you know. Yeah, you got it, like, and that's that's the sign of the partnership. Damien could probably see it in you and was obviously able to talk to you or whatever, and then you you kind of settled or whatever, and then it paid off. So that's where the partnership comes into play, obviously. He, he said to me on the first one Sunday morning, we caught, we caught, out there in the stage, and he turned to me. He says, where the fuck were you yesterday? He says to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was right there in person. I was like, where were you yesterday? He says to me. <laughs> that's it. That's the way it is. And drivers, David, mm. uh, David, agree with me here. Drivers can have an off day too, can't they, David? Like, you know, it doesn't happen. without a shadow of it. Like, like, you know? you, you often seen in the past, and I would, I, I see it now, as I was a, a youngster, and you'd, you'd be watching an event going, and Bertie Fisher would be number one on the road. And next thing, you go to the event and Bertie Fisher wouldn't be there and you go, oh, Jesus, did something happen? Or no, work commitments. And you'd be going, oh, Jesus, like, how can it be that busy that he's, you know, work commitments is after keeping him away from going and doing a rally. But uh, I see now, and like, you can go to an event and I'll be dead straight, which I've often been driving down a long straight and I've been, my mind has been in a quarry somewhere instead of, you know, which is not right. You know what I mean? It's the next thing suddenly go, oh, we're here doing an event, I better get back here to this. It's, is everything going okay back at home? But anyway, you're better off doing what they do. And I don't know, but Stephen Murphy would have as well in the past. He would have, uh, you know, excluded himself from a rally because of work commitments. There's a man in America originally, he's from, he's from Monaghan, Barry McKenna. Mm-hmm. He's, um, he's gone so busy there at the moment. And he, and he would, I don't know, but he could be the only man. Well, no, he's not the only man, but he's a privately owned WRC Fiesta. And like, he's just gone so busy at the moment. He, he, he can't be half and half. He can't be half and work and half at rallying. It's all or nothing, you know what I mean. So you're, it's all in work or it's all in rallying at the time. So he, I, I respect that completely of people, and that's why I'm saying. And I know after really elaborating on it, when you're doing an event and your mind is not in it, well, it, it can be drawn. Or as Mick has said there, and he's brought up the point a few times. Um, poor old man, as Kelly, like you know, myself and Mick landed in on that accident that day up there, and like, sure, it's something that's going to be with us for the rest of our lives, whether we like it or not. So. There is, there's always that element of, you know, of that. So, like, I, I leave it at that to be fair to it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, top top guy as well. And, Mick, and I know you, you pay a tribute to Manus with us on the podcast last year. David, you know him first, well, as you know, obviously, too, along with Mick. Top guy, like. I did. I did. Manus was, Manus was, like, I, I would actually go as far as to say he still was a modified driver. You know what I mean? Odd went fierce, fierce well in. Started out, I think, in twin cams and then got into the Mark twos. And, you know, he was, oh, if Manus Kelly turned up in Donald Barrett, like, you know, you're going, well, class 14 or, you know, it's, this is yeah. this is the man to try and get up against and beat. And, yes, Manus was the same age as ourselves and a man that you could talk to, no problem at all. There was no lovely, errors or graces, a total lovely gentleman, color. a gentleman. And it even if you even look back on some of his, of some of his interviews with Killian, so kind, spoken, you know, just yeah. a proper, proper competitor in fairness to him. And all, he loved the sport the same as us all. And all you could do is, you know, give him the best of luck. You know what I mean? No matter where, you'd yeah. always shake. Anytime you'd be in, in, 
when near home, you'd shake his hand and say, the best of luck today or whatever the case may be. That was, you know, and he'd shake it back, no problem at all, in fairness to him. But you always seem to have so much time as well, because like, I remember being down in West Cork in 2019 inside in the Shabin. Great spot, actually. Um, it, uh, or Shagon, not the Shabin. <laughs> Sorry. You <laughs> said there's a few Shabins going too. Um, you must have a <laughs> On the QD. No, I, I tell you now, Jez, uh, if we could, we could make up a bit of a yoke here now, we'd be right hard together. We have a few more things to get through. We have a garden to sort out and have four yokes in this place here before we even think about the Shabin. There's a garden table that has to be put together for the last three months, and I'd say it was, <laughs> we make it that sort of before you think about any sort of beer tap. But um, what I was going to say was down in the Shagon, uh, on the Saturday, if you remember, Manus had a, a bit of an off or whatever, and uh, I, I caught a few competitors on the same bend actually. I think and I think Killian could have been live at the time, but he came in that night, and this is the thing that, that struck me like, still smiling, do you know what I mean? Uh, and had so much time for everyone. Like, that was only my second time meeting him, but he talked away to you, like, and for a guy of that stature who had won so much, the fact that he was so down to earth as well, that's the one thing mm. that struck me. And even meeting him for the first time, I think it was Donegal 2017. Um, like I just couldn't believe it. here's the guy after winning the last year and just so humble, so so down to earth. Like you know, that's Absolutely, the one thing that struck yeah. me about man. Yeah, and you know him a hundred times better than I did. But the couple of dealings I had were just you know I couldn't believe it. Like yeah. he's an odd man, really. You know. Yeah, you're 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 absolutely on the ball. Like a total, you know, nothing, not you know, nothing, nothing upset. Like you know, I won't say nothing upset, but like you know, a total just down to earth gentleman. Like you know, got caught on the day, and that was it. But. Um, yeah. a, he was a great ambassador for the sport and he's called ever yeah. I remember Kevin whenever whenever I, I started maybe going harder or getting on a little bit uh, you, you turn up I had a vent in the 2.5 car and Donald was a, was a massive help to me he, he was um, Donald Barrett a lovely lovely fella anything he could do for you even though you could be competing against him he'd help you to the best of, of he, he was a, a lovely fella a man is the same you know were, I remember up in the circuit of Ireland in 19 um, Manus had been pulling in behind myself and Damien and with a left-hand drive car to pull back out on the road before the stage to put on their helmets or whatever to go to the time control to start the stage I was directing him out like and he actually sent me a message that night he said Mick thanks for your help getting out on the road all day long I have the message still it's a very dear message to me now you never forgot your modified rival you know he took the time to, to it was a simple thing just to, to stop a car and let him out on the road but he still thought of that the next day, and sent me a message. It's a small thing, yeah. but to me, it shows the caliber of the man he was. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. It means a lot. Well, and like, just to, to, to summarize and to finish up on as well, the fact that she actually won the car stages the year after him, too, that's that's a nice little thing, too. Like that, you know, he won the year before you. That's right. That's yeah. right. I remember, I remember standing inside with him inside in the Seven Oaks at the back of the hotel, um, and he was chatting to Ella. And again, he was so calm and collected, standing there. Um, he had asked me, I remember standing there, he had got a bit of a road, to, a piece of road to test on, and he just wasn't sure of the area. And I remember him, he kind of recapped it, just that he'd have the, he'd have the, he was thanking the guy that organized it for him, and he was thanking the, you know, for using that piece of road, that he'd be able to familiarize that, you know, he'd be, he was able to hit the nail on the head. And up he went, and lo and behold, just, you know, he, he got a bang on in fairness to him. But like, um, yeah, a, a kind of, so silent, but yet so talented. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Good fun to be around. He, he was good fun to be around. 
And someone actually just the last point on it, a lovely lorry has been done up. I don't know if you, did you see that on Facebook there. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Savage Fantastic. Brilliant. Brilliant. Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Really, 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 really well done to the people that don't know in fairness from yeah. But I was oh, man, he'll, he'll always be in our thoughts here, there, Charlie Podcast, and you can tell you that for certain. Um, yeah, sure, in in respect on. to like you know this year, then lads, you know in the here and now, where are we actually thinking along the lines of this year? Because it looks like it's going to be difficult for a lot of lads to try and get some sort of competition if there is any competition to go ahead. Um, Mick, you did pop something on Facebook during the week about rumblings of maybe going across the water. David, I've heard rumours about yourself too. Whichever one he is wants to take it out first, belt away. Um, are you going across the water to compete? I love that you can tell now. <laughs> I hope so. Ah, yeah, like, um, when I bought my gravel car first, uh, I bought it off of Brian Lawler. And I remember, I, I distinctly remember Brian talking about it. He says, if you ever get to go to an event, go do the RAC in England. He says, um, he says it's an absolute top class event, you know, loads of mileage, loads of rally. And I kind of went, all right, yeah, sure. I, you know, keep it in mind. And uh, maybe a year or two passed. And then, you know, I'd heard about the RAC and looked it up and whatever else. And, you know, it's mostly based around historic, you know, if you have a, if you have a historic car, you're, you're you know, it's that's the type of rally. It's the Roger Albert Clark rally. So, obviously, in this is it's running in twenty twenty one. So it ran in nineteen, wouldn't that be right? Yeah, it ran in nineteen, yeah, yeah. and that you know, it was kind of it was outside of the budget for argument's sake. But all the running that have been done that year. So this year we've decided to go do it. But sure, of course, every man and woman that has a car ready to go do it have spit and polished, ready to go. So I think. Within an hour and 45 minutes, there was 200 entries in. And luckily enough, ours is one of them. So um, we're hoping, I'm, even though the, 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 the entry that's on Facebook says that we're 42 in reserve, our, our actual number is 163. So we're like 13 in reserve. Um, so hopefully we'll get in. And I if we get in, sure. If we get in, we'll go do the event with a, with a heart and a half. Uh, pending that the rally that you know it runs it obviously looks like with the way the vaccines has been rolled out and everything that you know things are starting to sort of get yeah. back to normal so that's one that we have earmarked to go do in fairness and fingers crossed it will happen and um sure i'd love to think that we get to do some bit of shakedown here you know in the next couple of months if things ease up or you know the, the restrictions come off a bit that maybe we might even if we got to get out to do a couple of forest events or something you know what i mean i know tarmac rally and there's an awful lot maybe shake down that shake down that new car henry <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, sure, the steering is in the wrong side of it mick oh, which, which is david I... what is this new car <laughs> uh it's a polo uh, look it's an s2000 but uh um mick and myself and we done we done a bit of testing with it in Sweet Lamb, um, and uh, it's a car. very very good car. I'm very very happy with it. Um, mm -hmm. Like it just shows, I believe the S2000 cars were built off of the world cars. So that what they done was they normally aspirated the engines, but left all the WRC components in them to try and make rallying cheaper or more affordable. And uh, boy, Jenny, that car it, it, it is some car it is some very car, car to handle. You know, between braking and over Jumps. a jump or corner oh, or anything really. like that. It's uh -huh. serious, serious car in fairness to it. So yeah, I'm I'm re I, like I bought the car in I bought the car at the beginning of last year to go do some Scottish and, and English events, you know, to get climatized to the gravel roads over there, <clears throat> but obviously it didn't happen. So um 
the car is home now and just we're getting some work done with it to try and just sweeten it up a bit more even and um all going well whenever it's it when it's back it, when it's when it's finished we'll, we'll be doing a bit of testing again so it should no i'm, I'm really looking forward to not to be fair though. really really looking forward will you convert it or is it converted already to, to right hand drive like no 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 i leave oh, it left on no. I, I actually i actually really like left hand drive cars i i would have had a, a an st185 Celica left hand drive car and I, I i i like that car a lot and um no i like believe it or not my explanation for dri- liking left hand drive if you get into um if you get into a machine an excavator uh the cab is on the left hand side of it so all your you know all your components or all your working parts out to the right you get into a dump truck an a40 all your all your controls are to your right hand side so you're kind of you know even though you're sitting in the middle of the truck you know everything happens on your right hand side or a wheel load or anything at all like that you know all your operations are on your right hand side so for me to sit into a left-hand drive car it's not completely alien you know what i mean and okay i remember it is for me on the, <laughs> on the lake dance in the world car remember we we done it in the yeah. Bogus, Mick? right yeah and i remember i remember going out to the first stage and I was tipping on pretty strong because I wanted to get used to the paddle shift and stuff like that. And pretty strong Mick is the word. Yeah. Mick was <laughs> sitting on the, the right hand side and he was on Mick was on the middle of the road. I was in rubbing the hedge on the left and Mick was there like, whoa, 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 we can slow down. <laughs> I could see around the bend, but I couldn't. Yeah. But, um, That's no, amazing, Kevin. Sorry, David. We went up um, that year. He hired a WRC Focus and it was a left hooker as well. And I couldn't believe, Kevin, how comfortable David was in the car instantly. We were up to third overall in that rally with massive names above the deckhand. After the first loop of stages, we were up to third overall. Um, I couldn't believe how quick he, he learned how to launch control in the car. You know, the, David is very good at left foot braking anyway. Um, just so comfortable in a, in, a, in a left-hand drive car. But every now and then, I'd look up over this dash. On the complete wrong side of the road, sitting on the wrong side of the car. He took to it a lot better than I took to it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we you... went to test in Sweet Lamb and into the car. Once again, Dominic Buckley had the car there and the car looked a million dollars. And, you know, Sweet Lamb is, a, is one of the most famous stages in Rally GB. If people mind um, um, the, the water splash cut back in 2006, Mika Herman came out over and put the car on his roof. If you remember that, Kevin, do you remember that that stage? Going no? back a while now. Yeah, lap fell. I was off on that stage. Well, and gone home, pulled the wheel off a car on that stage. Well, we we actually we got a day's testing in the in that VW Polo on that stage. And Jeannie Mack of everything I'm lucky enough, thanks for the God, to do that was to, to write notes for myself and, and David to go write a set of notes for that stage. And, and he just once again, like like the WRC car, like the World car, he just instantly. Uh, got to grips with the with, with the polo straight away. Sat in the car and was 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 could could walk the car and slide the car and move the car and Jeannie Mack the car is immaculate over jumps and the way the car breaks up and steers and handles compared to a, a, a rear wheel drive escort. You know, I mean, the fr- the front wheels is sort of the back wheels doing all the driving and like the, this car is pulling itself along, pulling itself to corners, amazing over jumps, splashes, everything. It's just I can't wait for the car. To compete in the car, if that makes sense, Kevin. Really, really good cars. Love yeah. the car. I was interested there, Davey, when you were saying, you know, it's like being an excavator. But that joke don't do 120 or 140. That's the only thing. <laughs> but you're after driving the left hook already, as Mika said. So it won't be um, yeah. won't be a huge problem. So, like, is the plan to bring that over for a few events? Um, you said with I the RSC, there's a limited kind of a thing. Or... I have it back. I have it here. I have it here um, and all, Kevin. And um, 
as I said, we're just I'm just getting a bit of work done on it just to sweeten it a bit more. And uh, obviously, when we have time to do it, I might as well get it done. And my my intention is to my intention is probably to do an event or two here in it or a couple of events. But yeah, I, I'd like to. I'd like to compete across the water as well. To be fair, I, it, I had intended on doing this in 2020 if the thing if things hadn't have gone the way they went. But yeah, it has unfortunately. But um, I will go back. We will. I will go across and do events again. Please God, in either England or Scotland, and um, you know get get climatized with that part of the world over there as well. Like, so did one of the phone calls come off David make or? What's the story? Today, yeah, in fairness to David, he, he's um, I'm not. Unfortunately, I'm not going to the RAC with David Paul, his other man. This man does so much running, he's two men on the go, but no, unfortunately, it would be a dream of mine to do it as well, but with this with this pub and all, please God, Kevin, it's just, it's you know, it's too long away from home when I would get old pub up and running and, and you know yourself and you open the doors in a place and sort of make sure everything is, is going according to plan. My heart wouldn't be in it knowing that leaving the net at home with the pub open and, and you know, so early on, uh, Kevin, if, if it was next year, it would be different. But no, I'm not going to the RAC with David. But uh, I, I have a sticker here in the house. I'm going up to put it on the side of that, that VW Polo. There's no one else gets into it. Paul, you're not having that one. <laughs> we, may, we may get you an Irish Rally podcast sticker as well to try it, Dave. <laughs> oh, yeah, no bother. 100%. <laughs> um, Mick, yeah. just on, on the you know the whole thing with the pub, best look with it. What's, what's a call and where's it going to be based? Just for our okay, so... So it's 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 very it's, um it's the corner house on the square in Castle Comer, Kevin. I tried the pub in for sale. It's my local. I won't say I was rare in it, but I was rare in it. <laughs> it's 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 where we always went. It's it's. I tried to buy it. I tried to remortgage the house here, and the bank were having none of it. They didn't have no interest in it. So another man bought the pub, and I got talking to his brother-in-law, and I have secured a two-year lease on it on the square in Comer. So that's where we are, Kevin. That's. That's where we're at as a lenses. You just don't get caught now with too much drinking in the stock yourself. You keep a few from from yourself and Dave, like you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. A lot of people are saying that to me, alright, but ah, look at. I'm sure the Queen here will keep a, a stern eye on me. I'm not out. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Well, listen, the very best look, right? That's that's great. That, Thanks, you know, Kevin. And Thanks, it looks Kevin. like we're we're getting fairly close to to getting up and going. Yeah, I got good news. That's side. that's towards that's towards the even there. If the numbers can stay under four fifty or five hundred, and the, the vaccine rollout continues the way they are. We're hoping to get going there at the end of July, you know, so that'd be maybe four or five weeks after the outdoor dining. So please, God, this vaccine rollout continues and, and we get back to some sort of normality because people, whatever about the pub, people are just tired of it. You know? People are, are, are sick of this COVID at the moment. You know? just, everyone is fed up with it. Yeah. Um, do we realistically see an event going this year, lads, in Ireland? Will it happen, do you think? David, I'll come to you first. Um, yeah, well, Mandelo, I, I had an entry put in for in like a track day or something like that um, last December. And the Mandelo emailed me there just during the week and said that they have, event, they have some events starting on the 16th of this month and on the 30th of this month, but they're not timed. So I asked them when was when was the first timed events going to be coming about? Because don't get me wrong. Going up to Mandela just for you know at Christmas I don't mind I bring I go I bring my two cars mostly up to up to up to Mandela at Christmas just to bring people for a spin you know thank them very much for standing on the hedge or marching or doing whatever and you know bring them for a spin but I'd rather I'd rather go up and kind of drive against the clock to just get the edge back again so I'm actually hiring Ryan I, I have hired Ryan's Ryan Lochran's Mark two R five for two 
quarries that was done, which was one was Mayo Quarry and the other one was Cam up in mm-hmm. up in the north in Tyrone. But I've I'm hiring the car off of Ryan again for one tarmac setup. Um for the for the event. I think it's I think it's the 30th of June. So that'll be a timed event. So fingers crossed, that'll kind of be the start of it getting going again. It's not that far away. It's only you know, five or six weeks or whatever whatever it is away. But that I, I feel that's the start of it. And hopefully it'll stay proceeding on. I you hear gremlins going on in the background that you know there's different clubs have different events organized. You know, if everything done, it's just a matter of a date being secured and going and doing an event. So I'd like to think that I would start following suit after that. And if it is, then again, I'd say the minute that the entry opens, it'll just fill immediately. You know what I mean? I think there's going to be so many people eagerly awaiting to get out and get going, to be fair to it. It's just it's unbelievable. Mick, where does the cost balance up in terms of if you are going to go over, see, like in relation to the proposed it's, entry? It's, here? Not, it's not that bad. Um, John Lynch, uh, young, young Marty Toner, there's, there's a rally in Argyle in Scotland. The, the 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 motor club that organised the tour of Mull, it's out in Argyll in Scotland. Um, they're running an event. It's a two-day uh, sealed surface t- tarmac rally, the twenty eighth, the twenty sixth and seventh of June. And young Toner wants to go do the rally, and John Lynch talked about going to do the rally, and and we just looked into it. The cost, the ferries aren't that dear. I mean, I think the entry fee is six hundred and thirty pounds sterling for two day rallying. Um, I think the ferry is somewhere in the region of four fifty for two men, a car, and and the trailer. It's not over like with the cost of accommodation, Kevin, in this country, and and most of Ireland, to be honest, uh, have lost t- the grip of reality, in my opinion. I mean, when a, when an entry fee is no longer relevant to a man's week's wages, it's then out of touch for an awful lot of people. So, um. That's where I'm, I am with it. You'd be, you'd be pleasantly surprised, Kevin, when you sit down and do the figures. With the cost of accommodation in this country as well, you can, you can get somewhere to stay in England for a hell of a lot cheaper. The food is cheaper. Everything, the sterling is very strong. It's, um, it's very feasible to do, Kevin, and Belgium as well. Belgium, Belgium is with lovely rallies over. It's very feasible for Irish men to go do. After all, Kevin, the English, the Welsh, and the Scots have been coming to us for years and years. And we were very grateful to have them. So I'd urge any man or woman out there Pick up the phone, ring the COCs of these clubs because they'll be more than happy to have an Irish competitor come and they'll help you in every way they can. So that's yeah. that's my opinion on it, Kevin. You so know, for you, it's kind of almost like returning the favours out for all the times that we have competitors coming over to us for our events. It might be a, yeah. kind of something along those lines. But the other side of it is, and I just seen today, uh, the entry for I can't think of what event it is off the top of my head, but Frank Kelly missed out on it. It was only open for four minutes. That's the right. Was, that's the same. That's the same rally. That's the rally in, in Argyle. That's the rally we're talking about. Argyle. Um, crazy yeah, stuff. Four like. minutes. Filled out in four minutes. And look I'll at tell you that, the draw, lads, have to go and do it, though. Ah, oh, people. Like, you know what I mean? Ireland, you know, they're now dictating to the clubs. It should be up to the club to set their own entry fee. But in my opinion, Morsport, when you pay for your permit, Kevin, you should be entitled to charge what you want for your entry fee. You would talk to any CUSC up and down the country, and they'll not be comfortable with Morsport Ireland setting the fees. Like, and that's the way, that's the way, that's my take on it, that they're setting the bar and that's what it's going to be. And like, you're talking about six stages costing 900 euros. I mean, holy God, it's, it's gone completely out of touch. When an entry fee is no longer relevant to a man's week's wages, when he has to give a couple of week's wages to go do a rally with a man or whatever to be, it's no longer feasible then, Kevin. And this is the problem for me, you know. 
well, I just hope there's, there is events this year. That was the whole purpose of setting up the podcast in the first place, was to do a magazine-type program to give the results and give a bit of a preview. It's great that we can have the discussions, and I've really enjoyed them over the past year or whatever, to go back and look at different things. And obviously, there's still a lot of stuff relevant, uh, you know, in, in, uh, in, in terms of lads going overseas. And uh, just this weekend, actually, we should give a shout-out to Craig Breen, who went back over to the Target Florio rally, which wasn't an easy thing to do, just missed oh. out on the victory. And that's, that took serious balls to go and do that. He was very upset. Young Breen was very upset into the stage. Yeah, look at um, fair play to him. He finished second overall, very close to winning the rally. Um, yeah, I'm sure. To go and do it in the first sure, place was like that. Took sure Jaffa was. Like. Yeah, sure Jaffa was in his mind every step of the way out there. You know, absolutely. And lads, just um, you know, I want to pay a tribute to Johnny Hickey as well. Like uh, just a, a terrible tragedy. Thirty-seven years of age. An event organizer, of course, with Rally the Lakes and the Killarney Historic Rally for a long number of years. And uh, you two guys would have known Johnny quite well. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. He would have competed, 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 you know, either a car in front of him or a car behind him or whatever the case may be. And, and um, oh, that true, true club man in fairness to him. You know, like in yeah, the Killarney Club, like in fairness, you know, he was he was, he was, was really, really, really well in there. Do you know what I mean? To be fair to him and, and, and thought so much of it and everything else. And, and you can see, like, in every photograph that he's involved in, like, he's... His head, neck, and heels in it is the handiest way of putting it, you know. And, and, and sure, like your heart to just go out to him, to be fair, the family and, and, and everything else is, is just so sad. Yeah, mass, massive loss to his wife and his kids and his family and, and the Killarney Water Club. I mean, you could just lift the phone to John, you could just lift the phone to young Hickey and anything he could do for you, he would, wouldn't he, David? Like, he, he was yeah, just absolutely. so helpful. Yeah. He put that, that program together down there every year. And it, it, it's a, I don't collect programs, but that's a program I, I, I do collect. He does a great job on it. Um, it's just tragic. It's terrible to see to see such a young young man lose his life. You know, it's it's tragic. It's awful, awful sad. Yeah, we'd like to pass on our deepest sympathies there to our early yeah. podcast too. Absolutely. You know, the family, the Hickey family as well. Absolutely. And um, yeah. you know, like I, I really, I really hope, lads. You know, as you said, we do have competitive action this year. We've caught up on a lot over the last hour, and uh, you know whether it's on these shores or whether it's across the water hopefully we do have something to talk about and I wish you the very best luck lads that's all I can say it's a pity we haven't got a rally today it would have been lovely to have a rally today but obviously every um, club up and down the country are, are kind of hoping the same and we all would like to be out there no doubt about it but it was great to catch up and reflect on 2017 and car rally down through the years and different things as well so I thank you for that lads and we'll chat to you again soon alright the, the best of luck Kevin with the, with the podcast and everything else going forward and like uh, just from my own understanding, are you are you just going to do it um, from the way you're doing it now, or are you actually going to go out and you know we'll say for argument's sake if the Carlos stage rally was on today, would you be out live yourself today? Well, I suppose like Killian is obviously doing that sort of I stuff know, live, that, and, that, and fair, fair enough. enough. And like, just for the likes of your own home event, you know, would you? Have, would, would, oh, absolutely. Would like I mean, that? the whole the whole idea would have been, and perhaps we could have even done a preview thing kind of beforehand, and then. A review thing after or something when at the yeah. prize given some something yeah. like that. But as and a rule, yeah. as yeah. a rule, every yeah. week, regardless of what event it is, you know, if we could sit down even in this format here, because we might get up and down the country too handy, with everything that's going on. But like yeah. we figured out little alternatives. We have this facility here where I can talk to you, lads. Mick says his broadband isn't great up there, but uh, he was able to wing four G out all the same. He's a cute horde that ah, But like absolutely. long story short. <laughs> We've learned a good bit from this COVID, like from every point of view, really, but certainly from trying to get a bit of content out there. Um, so, yeah, that would be the great hope that when we do have events that we'll do a bit of a preview coming up to every event. And then the following week, we'll have 
our results kind of section or whatever. We'll chat to the likes of yourselves. We'll go down through all our class winners. And then, obviously, heading into the next weekend, obviously, I'm conscious that a lot of weekends, one after the other, will have stuff. So we could even have two in a week. Who knows? But oh, you know what? If we, if we do, yeah. it'll be two more than what we had a few years ago. That's all yeah. I said. You're doing great things, Kevin. Um, your your podcast numbers speak for themselves. Very, very popular. You're doing great things. You're good at what you do. Um, it's a pleasure to speak with you, and, and thanks for having me. Well, lads, look, I'm like, not doing it. Kevin, well done. And honestly, I'm not okay. doing it for me, lads. I'm doing it for the likes of you who didn't have a massive platform aside from, you know, obviously we know Killian has done great work and some of the local radio stations when the events are on are very good too, but I just feel at a national level you deserve a bit better. So that's the intention. Thanks it's not much. for Kevin Regan, it's for Irish Rallying and that's literally the intention thanks, of it. Kevin, so, thanks again, lads. Um, Thank we'll, we'll chat to you in a second. Just jump into the green room and just a quick word for our uh, sponsors again. It is all in association uh, with FAC, the Simply Automatic Choice for automation equipment for gates, doors, barriers and rising bollards available from your security installer and electrician distributed to the trade in Ireland North and South by National Automation, the one-stop distributor for automation equipment, door entry intercom systems, CCTV, intruder and fire alarms, access control and locks. And as you said, for more information, you can visit nal.ie forward slash products. Don't forget, of course, you can subscribe for free and follow us, of course, on Apple, Spotify, and on YouTube. Uh, don't forget to hit the five stars if you are an Apple Podcast listener. And uh, yeah, you can get us there on social media as well. We are on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Irish Rally Pod. And that's it for now. We will have more great content coming your way over the next couple of weeks. Thanks for joining us. And of course, we will chat to you again very, very soon.